Welcome to this live stream edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Well, it is trade deadline day, and while the goals sort of have made some moves, it's finally the Anaheim Ducks' turn to make some moves. We'll talk about all of that and more, and a special guest on this edition of Locked on Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked on Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Well, how about that? Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. And thanks for tuning in on this trade deadline day. So, on yesterday's podcast, I talked about the moves the Ducks made with, as far as the San Diego goals are concerned, there were some moves that were already made that might help other teams along in the process and will especially help the Rockford Icehogs. So before we bring in our guest, I just want to briefly go over the trades that have been done. So first, the Ducks had a couple of minor moves. They traded off, well, I mean, let's be honest. Trading off Rocco Grimaldi to the Rockford Icehogs, that was kind of a big deal. Big loss for the San Diego Goals. And now, the Anaheim Ducks finally made a move with the Pittsburgh Penguins. And hey, you know what? I got a guess here to talk about that move with the Pittsburgh Penguins. It is Hunter Hodes from, hey, guess what? Locked on Penguins. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. Hunter, how you doing, buddy? I was upset about the trade at first, and then I realized we're sending Brock McGinn back. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Live with that. So that's your problem now, Jason. Oh. Two more years at $2.75 million for that. But, hey, he's a good dude. He came on the show. He's actually the first player that came on the Locked on Penguins podcast. One of the nicest dudes you could ever um, speak with just, and just oh, yeah. chat with overall. So um, it's a shame to see him go, but he just wasn't fitting in here. A little bit of inside baseball here really quick. So, as I understand, he's with the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins right now. He was set to play in the Outdoor Classic tomorrow. And a recent interview that he did, he was he was actually excited about playing in that outdoor game. So, I imagine he's a little bit upset that he goes from playing in the outdoor game to having to play in Anaheim. But, you know, that's life sometimes, right? He goes. He goes from a playoff team to another playoff team, Wilkesbury, to a lottery team. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, Jason. He, I got. He's. I thought. I feel bad for him with that. I. I do too. I mean, it, it sucks for any player to have to go from a winning situation to a situation that is clearly in a rebuild. Uh, first, let's talk about Dmitry Kulikov and what you're getting. So Dmitry Kulikov on a kind of a short term deal. Hunter, you got a good guy coming. He's definitely a minutes eater. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Dmitry Kulikov was first line defense. Do you want to know why? I was going to ask, Chase, because I've seen like the analytics with him and he's really bad this year, but is it just because he's playing too many minutes on a bad team? Uh, The correct answer to that is yes. Too many minutes on a bad team. So here's kind of a breakdown with what happened with the Ducks. So their blue line has been decimated. First, they lost Josh Manson to the defending cup champion, 
Colorado Avalanche. They lost Hampus Lindholm to the Boston Bruins. I don't know if you watched any of that Brad Marchand interview with our colleague Ian McLaren from Locked On Bruins. But, you know, Marchie said that that was one of the best trades the Bruins have made in recent memory. Was picking up Hampus Lindholm and then signing and extending him. Then they lost Drysdale. So you're already down three pretty solid defensemen in Anaheim. Shattenkirk's been struggling a lot. Then you have, you know, Klingberg, who was supposed to be your main, like, guy with Cam Fowler. And Klingberg struggled the first 20 games of the season, first 20, 25 games. He got sent down to the third line, then the second line. So guess who's in the first line? The guy you're getting. That's partially why. He's a minutes eater. So there's that. It's just, I'm not sure where he's going to play. As of right now, they have eight defensemen on the active NHL roster. They've been running Dumoulin with Latang, Pedersen with Petrie, P.O. Joe's with Jan Ruda. I just don't really know who's coming out. Mike Sullivan, A, loves Brian Dumoulin. Yep. He's not good, but he loves him. Marcus Pedersen has been awesome this season. And P.O. Joseph is in his first season, full season, I should say. Yeah, he's and young. He's I've ever seen him play. And on the right side, you're not taking Crystal Tang and Jeff Petrie out. Jan Ruto, they just signed. Is there another move coming? Are they getting a forward? I don't know. That's that. That's my biggest question right now because I don't think they acquired him, Jason, to just sit in the press box every night. I don't think so either. I would think he's probably going to... I hate to say this for your sake because Pierre Joseph has been... Oh, sorry, Pierre Olivier Joseph has been pretty solid this season. I get the feeling that because Kulikov is a minutes eater, that you're going to see him split some time with P.O. Joseph a a little bit, which at least as far as I'm concerned, that would help his development a little bit because he's still young. He still has a little bit of learning to do. And, you know, I've been watching Penguin Talkie because our teams have been familiar with each other in their recent past. Hello, Erica, Erica Branson. Um, hello to you, Ricard Raquel. Yep. I'm sure I'm sure you're still loving that trade. Thanks, Hunter. Yeah, he's been great as as advertised. You're welcome for that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and we played top power play minutes last night. Plays with Sidney Crosby on a nightly basis. He's living life right now. Yeah, I've been noticing that recently. I mean, the whole, oh, I get to play with Crosby. I get to be on this power play unit. I get to score power play goals. <sighs> yeah, Ducks fans are familiar with that. Yay. Yay, we're giddy. Giddy about yeah. that. And what did the Ducks get back? They got Dominic Simone back. Okay, they got Zach Aston Reese back. Okay, they got Callie Klang. All right, and they got Tristan Luno. Yeah, I would say you got the better end of that deal. And they got him a little bit of turn, but the AAV is fine. Um, <clears throat> he's been awesome this season. So, yeah, what started out as a as an L turned into a W. It's great that they got out of the Kapanen and McGinn contracts. They were killing them just the last yeah. couple of years. They just were not. And the thing with McGinn, what you guys are getting, <clears throat> if he can go on a heater, that's that's where you can get his value. He's a good defensive first winger. Yep, good on the penalty kill. So blocks a lot of shots, but you know, he just, he went 26 games without a point, not just a goal, J- Jason, a point. a point. And that's 
that's where he really got screwed up here. Um, just wasn't yeah. really fitting in. Um, but he is capable of going on these heaters where, he, you know, he's scoring six goals in 10 games or something like that. He, and you he know what? The season, I and do- we're like, oh, he's going to keep shooting like that. Didn't happen. But. I do want to talk about that that heater really quick, but we got to take a quick timeout. So if you don't mind sticking around for one more segment, I got to talk to the folks about something. So, you know, we'll get to a little bit more about him on the other side. But first, I got to talk to the folks about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. And Hunter, I mean, there's some pretty good Built Bar flavors out there. There's cookies and cream, which is good. Uh, my favorite, the churro puff, is pretty good. I don't know if you have a favorite flavor or not, but there's some pretty good ones out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, churro's not bad. My, my favorite is honestly the cookies and cream. I, I think that one blows everything out of the water. Oh, yeah. And you know you can get it at your local Walmart or Sam's Club now. Or if you don't want to go there, then you can go to Built.com, where they actually have a maple donut Built Puff. I have some. They're delicious. So be jealous. So if y'all want to try it for yourself, head to Built.com right now. Use promo code LOCKEDON15. That's the new promo code, LOCKEDON15, to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. All right, we are here with Hunter Hodes from Locked On Penguins. So I talked a little bit about Dmitry Kulikov and what he brings to the table. Now we've got to talk about Brock McGinn going on heaters, and you were kind of getting a little bit on that. And I had focused on some of the bad with Brock McGinn a little bit because that's not a small contract. That's still, I think, two more years left in his deal, right? Two more years at 2.75. If you're taking the whole one, which I think you're taking all the money. It hasn't fully been reported yet, but from what I saw, you're taking all the money, but you're retaining on Kulikov. Well, so the we'll Ducks see. have to take all that money. Otherwise, they'll be below the cap floor. Ah, well, perfect. <laughs> because, you know, they're you know they're going to deal Klingberg at some point. In the next 30 minutes, I would say so. I am constantly refreshing, waiting for that deal to go down, and it still hasn't gone down. And I'm like, oh, my God, come on, guys. This today has been more boring than normal, but I feel like these last 30 minutes should be good. Hopefully. Come on. Some of us have to go up to San Jose right now. Come on. <laughs> Get going, Ducks. <sighs> Maybe for my third second. Like, watch that happen as I'm about to leave. That Klingberg gets, you know, dealt. But really, the thing I like about Brock McGinn is he does bring a certain toughness. I don't know if you can attest to that. A little bit. I mean, I wouldn't say he was like a tough player. He'd throw his body around um, a decent bit. He he, had, he did have some thunderous hits at times, which well, were really impressive. But yeah. you know, you're getting someone who's a hard worker, good on the penalty kill, good defensive impacts. You know, his offense, it just didn't really come for a lot of his time here as a Penguin. But as I said, J.D., he, he can go on heaters. Beginning of the season, he was shooting 19, 20%, and he's only like a 10% career shooter. Right. If you can maybe, if he can maybe rediscover that towards the late stage of the season going into next year, I think that would be huge for his confidence. And you spoke about his confidence because right now he's, or I guess he was in Wilkes-Barre trying to regain his confidence and was looking pretty decent doing so, at least. Yeah, he was sent down after the game on Tuesday. And, you know, 
shout out to Brock McGinn. He played his heart out in yes. that game. It was funny enough, Jason. Got his first point in 27 games in that game. Actually set up the game-tying goal for Sidney Crosby. Beautiful pass right through two defenders. He could have just said, hey, I'm not really going to play that well. You guys don't want me, but he played his tail off. They gave him their warrior helmet after the game. I'm sure they're obviously very disappointed to see him go, but um, he was a, a, a great teammate, very popular in that locker room. Yeah. Um, was sent down on Wednesday. Wednesday, and he was about to play. I, I don't know if he played a full game. With he didn't. Wilkes-Barre. He didn't play a full game with Wilkesbury. This I don't is think just, he did. Now, no, but he had he had a full practice with them, and it was nothing but good comments about Brock McGinn. Yeah. Through that whole thing. Yeah, he's he was very beloved um, in this locker room, and I think you know you you and everyone in Southern California, you're going to see that too. I think he's going to be a solid fit there. Not really sure who he's going to play with, but um, again, very nice guy, good on the PK. Um, hopefully, a change of scenery helps him. Well, if I remember correctly, because um, I believe he was in the third line when our teams played. I want to say third line. McGinn, Carter, Kapanen line before yeah. Kapanen also got waved. Yes. Okay, so uh, where where could he fit in with this Ducks team? I mean, you know, I, I hope you don't have to play him top six minutes though, Jason. I don't think that would be a good idea. I don't think so either. I think maybe that third line for the Ducks as well. Maybe maybe he could pair up well with Isaac Lundstrom. You know, have Lundstrom down the middle and McGinn on a wing. Maybe I could see that working a little bit because you need someone that can drive some offense and throw some hits around the London. So maybe that's a possibility. I don't know. That would make sense. Yeah. Third or fourth line for him, probably your third line. Cause I know the ducks obviously are not that deep this year, just for obvious reasons. But yeah. if you're putting him on like the second line or something, I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. Whoever <laughs> that's with. Uh, let's see. Well, Zegris has been on the top line at times. He's also been down in the second line at times. So I, I don't think I don't Trevor think I can feed him some pucks to score. <laughs> I mean, how good is McGinn's handle? That's it's yeah. all right. His shot is actually not terrible. It's just, he needs to get the puck on his stick to make it happen. I, I think a lot of his problems or part of his problems um, was playing with Jeff Carter. Um, it's funny. Carter had the best game of this season last <laughs> night, probably because Mikhail Granlin was on his line, but um now that he's away from Carter, I really want to see how he does with a new center. That could really hopefully unlock more things with him. Oh, absolutely. Same here. Um, well, any other comments about this trade that kind of came out to you? No, nothing really. You know, I, I didn't really see it. Again, at the start, I didn't really get it because they already have so many defensemen. But, you know, we'll have to see if there's another move made here by the team in 25 minutes. They still have to announce this trade, by the way. That's probably going to be coming any second now. Um, <sighs> Come on, guys. But, you know, Brock again. Because as soon as I heard the roster player that was going back, I'm like, okay, it's probably him, maybe a defenseman. I don't think any other forward would make sense. I'm glad my one of my hunches worked out there. But, you know, best of luck to him, and I hope he does kill it out there and get some more minutes with the Ducks. Uh. Tell all the fine folks where they can find your podcast and find your work and all that jazz. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. The show's Twitter is at Eleanor Store Penguins. You can follow the Locked On Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcast. And yeah, teams actually won four in a row, even though the entire fan base wants Ron Hextall fired. So things are funny ah. right now. In <laughs> and one final quick question. 
do the Pens make the playoffs? Right now, yes. Oh. They're starting to separate the pack. <laughs> They're starting to separate themselves from some of those teams. They're five points up on the ninth place teams. And they still got two, three games in hand on the Islanders, and they're one point up on them. They got to keep winning those games in hand. I'll say that. Oh, okay. All right. Who else is going to make – who's going to make the wild card? Who's going to be your wild card? Penguins fans? will be one of them. I'll, I'll go Buffalo. I think Buffalo is going to sneak in. We have the same teams. Yeah. I swear, we have the same teams. I don't think teams. the Islanders are any good, but you know, we'll, we'll have to see here. I also have Pittsburgh and Buffalo. It's going to be fun to see the Sabres back in the playoffs. I honestly hope they do make it. Yeah, I, I, I hope so as well. Come on. Go ahead. Back in the go ahead days, that rock is building. That could be fun. I know. It would be. Uh, Hunter, thanks for joining the podcast. Really appreciate it. And I'll see you this time next year. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll do another one of these very soon. Take care. No, I mean this time next year when our teams inevitably – Make another trade. I'm sure, yeah. Year three in a row, we'll have to see who's going to the Penguins this time. Yeah. Watch it Watch it be Isaac Lundestrom or something like that next season. <laughs> Max Comtois, please, if he's not traded. Hey, you could have Max Comtois right now. I know. We'll, we'll gladly trade him for another third or a second or something like that. Go for it. Take all the former all right. ducks. I know. All right, man. All right. Thanks a lot, Hunter. You got it. Well, that was Hunter Hodes from Locked on Penguins. Got one more segment, so, you know, I'll talk about some other stuff on the other side. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Indeed. And Indeed, you do need it if you are looking to hire. I mean, if you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process with instant match. As soon as you sponsor a spot, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description. So, you know what? Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash locked on. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to Indeed.com slash locked on to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. That's Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're a few minutes before the deadline, and there is still no move for John Klingberg. We know what's going to happen because we have about 20... As I'm recording this live right now, we have about 20 minutes left in the trade deadline, and I will be transparent with everybody. I'm actually, like, as soon as I'm done re- like recording this, I'm going to be driving up to San Jose, uh, check out a new barn that I have not been to, Tech CU Arena, up in San Jose for a couple of games, and also... Um, kind of rumored that William Eklund will be making his National Hockey League debut with the San Jose Sharks. So, you know, there's that move. As far as Klingberg is concerned, there are a lot of teams out there that are still vying for Klingberg. Uh, There really hasn't been any rumors yet. Everybody is super tight-lipped on where he could possibly end up. And I know I speak for myself 
when I say if the Ducks can at least get something of decent value back for John Klingberg, I think that would be net positive. Right now, we have about 19 minutes left and still no deal yet. Klingberg is right now nine points in his last nine games. I hope that teams see the recent run that Klingberg has been on and not the first 20-something games because Klingberg got off to a super slow start this season. The one concerning thing about Klingberg, as evidenced this season and the last couple seasons, has been his defense. Defensively, Klingberg has struggled to keep up at times. Earlier in the season, he was in the first line with some guy named, I, I don't know, some, some guy named Cam Fowler. Yeah, that hasn't worked out. And now the Ducks just lost their other top pairing defenseman in Kulikov. Yes, Kulikov was playing top line minutes. As of right now, Klingberg, if no trade goes down, which is unlikely, Klingberg would go back up to that top line. So if you're the Ducks, where do you go from here as far as top line? Do you put Colton White in there? How about, and I know I know Ducks fans are going to hate when I say this, why not just experiment, throw crap on the wall? Put Kevin Shattenkirk on the top line, because why the heck not? I mean, the Ducks are already out of a playoff spot, as many have said. If you're going to tank, tank hard. Just put Shattenkirk on the top line for a game or two, and just see what happens, because it won't last the whole game anyway, because... We've seen what Dallas Eakins has done with his lines this season. He has mixed and matched after one period, after two periods, after three periods. Yeah, this blue line is so decimated. And now you're talking about over the last two to three seasons, the blue line has gone down from quality defensemen. I mean, still losing Hampus Lindholm hurts. That one hurts bad. And now, and now what are you left with? You are left with the hope of Jamie Drysdale really pulling through next season. And I think if you're a Ducks fan, you have to bank on that. You have to bank on Jamie Drysdale showing some major strides, some major improvements next season. And to be honest, the few games that Drysdale played, you could see that. Those few games, the Ducks defense was actually fairly competent and was not giving up as many high danger shots as he as last season or even later this year. That's been the big issue is giving up those high danger shots. So, you know, we'll have to see where the Ducks go on this. Uh, just to quickly recap all the trades that the Ducks slash goals have made in the past little bit. So starting with uh, about four days ago, the Ducks got a third-round pick from San Jose for the signing rights to Henry Thrun. Then yesterday, the Ducks got Dylan Sakura from the Chicago Blackhawks. Kind of an AHL deal because Sakura's been with the Rockford Icehogs all season. And the Ducks slash goals have given up Logan Nyhov, Max Galode, and Rocco Grimaldi. Yeah, Grimaldi is being sent to the Rockford Icehogs. In a move that still baffles me, and well, it doesn't baffle me. I mean, Rocco Grimaldi's going to a playoff caliber team now, and the Ducks are doing right by sending him to a good quality team. It hurts the goals because Grimaldi was their only scoring option for a long time. And now that he's sent off to Rockford, 
Grimaldi will get a chance at playoff hockey. Right now, the Ice Hogs are fourth in the in the Midwest Division or Central Division, rather. It's Central now. AHL changes so much year by year. So that's the trades so far. And I know I'm kind of running low on time here and still, still no moves yet. I mean, now we're just all waiting. Like, can we trade Klingberg already? Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to trade Klingberg and it's going to have to happen while I'm on the road, unfortunately. So I won't be able to break down a Klingberg trade immediately on video, at least. So here's what we're going to do, Ducks fans. We're going to come back on Monday because I'm going to be out of town for the next few days. Uh, also going to be joining up with another fellow Locked On host. So, you know, we'll be hanging out, doing our thing there. On Monday, we'll break down the last Ducks game and kind of have a postpartum on the trade deadline. So I think that's going to have to be the schedule on this one. So apologies to everyone because I, I know I know I'm gonna have a lot of thoughts on a Klingberg trade, but it's just gonna have to wait till Monday. All right. That's going to do it for this podcast. Thanks so much for watching. I saw uh there was some viewers that were watching live, so thanks for tuning in. And you can also go back and watch this later on. Don't forget, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. Also, Amazon and YouTube. We're ad-free on Amazon and on YouTube as well. So click that subscribe button. And, you know, this live thing was kind of fun. I might go live more often if I have a guest or not. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, you could follow me on Twitter, as you can see, at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at lo underscore ducks you could email me at locked on anaheim ducks at gmail.com once again locked on anaheim ducks at gmail.com and once again thanks for those of you that were tuning in and thank you for your continued support it is greatly appreciated and for those of you that are out in the desert i also do public address for the coachella valley firebirds so you know if you're ever out there let me know. I'd love to see some Locked On Ducks listeners and some Ducks fans show up at Acrisure Arena. We already had a couple that has come in their Cincinnati Mighty Ducks jerseys. Those guys are awesome. So once again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great weekend, folks. Please remember to be safe out there, be kind to one another, and Ducks fly together. <laughs>